Cape Talk, hiking with Tim Lundy. Hiking with Tim Lundy is brought to you by High Tech Sports. Uh, Tim, you in a snug office studio there while we are slumming it out here at Parliament. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well, thanks. Yourself? Motivated by the President's uh, uh, State of the Nation address? Um, I was busy driving, so <laughs> <laughs> didn't have uh, the time to... As listen, always, Tim, we go through our weekly safety and, uh, and rescue recap. How safe has our, have our mountains been this week? Yeah, the rescue recap side of things, um, there have been a couple of rescues here and there. And um, the only thing I've kind of got to say is that um, when you go out, make very, very sure that what you're taking on you're capable of doing and able to do. Um, because sometimes we think we can do them and we, we end up not being able to do them. Mm. And, um, safety side of things, yeah, it's, um, the Red Hill's still a, a red zone, so try and stay away from the, the, the Red Hill. We're focusing on hikes around the silver mine area. It wasn't too long ago that that, that part of, of the peninsula was devastated by fire. I, I remember, I think it was the 2005 fires there in the, in the, in the South Peninsula. You know, is, 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 is that fire or the effects of that fire still evident today? Yeah, so that was actually 2015 was the, the fire that we had. Oh, yes. And, um, and 10 years before that was the, was the 2005. I remember that yeah. because I would, we were living in retreat. And I went outside and the mountain was beautifully ablaze I say that with as much poignancy as possible Yeah, I mean the thing about fires is that we, we immediately think of, of bad and, and the destruction And in actual fact fires can actually be good for the vegetation um, The problem is that we're having too many fires too frequently But um, the vegetation in that area definitely has taken a lot of strain in silver mine um, due to the drought so you've got a fire and then you've got three years of drought so you're not going to have a lot of new growth when there's no water mm. and it's still popular with families you obviously have the dam in that area it's quite an easily accessible walk not much climbing there it's it's really something for the whole family well the nice thing I think that I like about silver mine is there's something for everybody so if you want somebody in a wheelchair, you can take them around the dam on the boardwalk, um, which is easy access for, for people that are not necessarily going to be going into the mountains um, because of their disability. Mm. So you've got that. You've got um, walking f- with dogs. You've, you've, you've got areas there that you can walk the dogs. Um, you've got for kids as well. And there's just lots, lots of things mm. to show kids and family. And, yeah, it's... There's a bit of everything for everybody. Mm. We are uh, interviewing uh, our resident hiking as, uh, expert, Tim Lundy, for extremely truncated hiking with Tim Lundy feature on a Thursday night. We are still taking your messages and your calls on your thoughts on Sona, but for the short time, we are still going to be interviewing Tim Lundy and bringing us our hiking feature for this week. Many people, Tim, are quite interested to know if places like Silver Mines is accessible for dogs. Many people want to walk their dogs. Is, is it quite an accessible space for people with their pets? It is. And um, look, there's sections that they don't allow dogs, which is a, is a good thing um, because, you know, there's certain activities that are going on that other people might not want to have dogs running around and, and jumping all over them, especially around the dam where the dogs love to jump into the water. And then you're sitting on your towel um, having a picnic and a nice big wet dog comes along. So there is definitely place for dogs, but you do have to have a permit for those dogs because it is in um, a sandparks area. So you have to get the permit. 
Tim, does does Silvermine still have have an entry fee? It does, and I found out the other day that um, they've now got three different fees. They used to just have the two, which was adults and um, and kids and seniors. And so they've now got for international as well, which now all sand parks, parks have fallen in line. Mm. Um, the rest of the country were like that, and it was just Cape Point and Silvermine and Tabor Mountain National Park that mm. hadn't. So they've got three different um, fees. And I, from what I remember seeing last week, it was 40 for, for kids, and I think it was up to the age mm. of 16. And then 60 rand for adults. And then if you're a non-citizen, so if you don't have a South African ID, um, then it's 122 rand. Um, Tim, a message on the SMS line 31567. This person asks, are you aware that Silvermine Dam has cracks in the wall? Is yes, that so? I actually posted something about that today. And when I was there last week, I actually looked over. Those cracks have been there for quite some time. Mm. And they have been monitoring them. Um, and they're saying that they don't need to worry too much about it. But I would say they definitely need to do something about mm. it. So I've never seen Silvermine Dam empty. That's the one mm. thing I will say. I think they need to possibly empty it and, mm. and repair the wall itself. Tim, unfortunately, that's where we're going to have to leave it. We'll keep you on for doubly long next week. But at Hightech, they're driven by the belief that the outdoors is for everyone, no matter who you are or where you are from. You deserve to experience what the outdoors has to offer. In a world where we spend 90% of our lives outdoors, they're here to give people the freedom to explore a little further and enjoy the moments that unfold each season, high-tech evolves their design and technologies, all with a single purpose in mind, to get to the world outside.